Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today I'm joined by makeup artist Zoe Taylor. Zoe's 20-year career as a makeup artist has been the real deal when it comes to careers as a makeup artist. From assisting Charlotte Tilbury for six years to working on countless magazine editorials, front covers, to clients that include none other than Victoria Beckham. She is an ambassador to Chanel and in 2019, after a lot of demand from her clients, finally launched her own lip line known as Tinker Taylor in Liberty. I'm thrilled to announce that she's soon to start a stint as a Sherlock's contributor, and I thought, what better way for our audience to get to know her than with an In Conversation With podcast. Welcome, Zoe. Thank you, Georgie. So excited that we're going to be working with you. And I thought, you're so well known in the industry. You're so well respected. You've had this amazing career. But I think a lot of our readers don't know you, you know, there are lots of makeup artists who have a very strong presence on Instagram and have gone down that route and are brilliant and we love them all. But you've sort of done it a little bit more in the background, I would say. And it was probably only when I met you that I was like, whoa, this girl's seriously cool. She's the real deal and we've got to work together. And here we are. So talk us through how you got into makeup. Have you always wanted to be a makeup artist? Yes, I've always wanted to be a makeup artist, Georgie, but I did get a little bit waylaid by a few other things. So I finished school, and when I was finishing school, I did a cookery course, and I really wanted to be a chef, and that was my plan, and also quite wanted to go to art school. So finished school, worked as a chef, realised that definitely wasn't for me, but became really interested in cooking and mixing, and that in turn probably did quite lead to a world of formulating, you know, doing development for Charlotte, for Tom Ford and then eventually for myself. So that was quite good and it was worth doing for me, but my love is the arts and going to art school was a really big part of the kind of creativity of my career path. So I did always want to be a makeup artist, but I did get waylaid, but I feel like all those things really did layer up in order for me to be able to achieve where I am now. Yeah. Uh, so I did go to art school and that was really fun. And Which art school did you go to? I went to Chelsea. And it was good. It was really conceptual. I think I quite wanted actually to sort of go to Florence and work under a master and learn like a really beautiful painting technique or something. And really, I learned how to paint pictures with pieces of string. Right. That kind of thing. So it was, it was in a very conceptual time of art. Right. My love for makeup artistry sort of came back into the picture when I left art school and trained and did beauty therapy then I was like oh yeah I remember now I really wanted to be a makeup artist because <laughs> it was like one week we do makeup artistry and I did it at the London College of Beauty Therapy and I have to say that the course itself was great gave me the basics I mean in comparison to where we are now in formulas and techniques and laser treatments it is like archaic what I learned but it was very good basics and doing a week of this makeup artistry which was brilliantly kind of 
old fashioned in powdery pink eyeshadows and blue eyeshadows and stuff. <laughs> oh I thought God. this could, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm cringing thinking about yes, those trends. It literally was quite old fashioned for then, but I loved it and I thought, do you know what? I think this is what I really want to do. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend at the time who I was living with and his flatmate was a makeup artist. And she asked me, would you like to come with me one day? Because I was working as like, I'd done my course as a beauty therapist and I was now working as like a freelance nail tech, facialist, waxer, that kind of thing. And she said to me, do you want to come with me one day and just be my demo model? Because I don't want to take one of the students. And she was teaching at Glauco Rossi, which is where Charlotte Tilbury went, like all the big makeup artists trained there. I said, yeah, great, thinking I haven't really got anything to do tomorrow, so yeah, that's fine. And she said to me, it's a really nice career makeup artistry. I think it would really suit you because you're really creative. So I went off and I went to Glauca's. She demoed on me and I was like, it blew me away. I was so just, she did your makeup? She did my makeup for the, all the students because she was teaching that day because Glauca brings in experts from the industry all the time to teach the students so they can have access to what's really happening in the industry right. in the makeup artist element of it and I sat down in her chair and it was just the most exciting moment of my life Georgie honestly I was like whoa I sat in front of this mirror I remember the walls were all blue and kind of crazy and a bit metallic I was like this is so much fun there was makeup everywhere it was like art school but better because painting and art is also like a massive passion of yours right? massive passion yeah okay you're a proper proper artist I'm looking forward to some area of my life carving out a bit of time now to like start painting again because I do paint every now and then but I want to have a space yeah. where I can just dedicate that and you've got kids and you've got a career and but one day but anyway, there is a dream and I, I really admire that light that in you that you really are this artist a painter and I think that really shows in what you've achieved in your career anyway you sat I sat amongst the blue metallic walls oh, and had yeah. this light bulb clarity it was honestly for me in my life when I look back to one of the best moments of my life it was attending this college because i went in she did my makeup we had an 11 o'clock break so all the makeup artists could have a cup of tea and they could all talk to Linda and like grill her about what the industry was like what their portfolio should look like what they're doing on set da, da, da. I was like I'll be back in two minutes went upstairs to Glauca's office and I was like have you please got any space on any courses because I have to come here and she was like I've got one space on a course in two weeks and I literally was like <gasps> I've got to take it and so I said fine got out my checkbook because obviously we did checks back then and because it was <laughs> 200 years ago wrote it out Georgie it was an enormous amount of money okay I didn't have this money I handed over the check I said I'll see you in two weeks I walked out and I called my dad and I was like dad you've got to help me and he was like no I've had enough no I'm not going to lend you any money and I was like but I've just written this check and I don't get about there's no way that I have that money that's just not going to happen and he was like listen I'm not lending you the money I'm not giving you the money I was like can I just speak to mom mom was like <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> she calls him up. She goes, that's fine. He's got conditions. He wants it back in a year. I was like, don't know if I can earn that in a year. But all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's fine. Of course. And is this course still going? Yes. Glauco School is still open. You can still do it. I did like a two-month course. You do two or three-month course. She probably has more now. And um, it's called Glauco's School. Glauco Rossi. She oh, was a Glauco very famous Rossi. makeup okay. artist in the 80s. It was without doubt the most enjoyable, inspiring, fun, interesting, experimental time. I don't know. I mean, please, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But I think I'm the only makeup artist from my course still working as a makeup artist. I think it's very oversubscribed makeup courses. And then sometimes people do them and then don't 
carry on within the industry because they decide to carry on doing something else. And then I left and because I was still very good friends with Linda Johansson, she hooked me up to, with a bit of assisting work and I worked for a while. Who my, were you assisting? Her and a couple of other makeup artists. Right. And then times were very different then I got myself an agent and then I realised I actually wanted to go back to assisting because I couldn't really get any further. I, I had achieved quite a lot in a very commercial environment but I really didn't want to be doing that anymore. I wanted to like go into a completely different area of the makeup industry. Uh, what does that mean? You'd got quite far in a commercial way. Well, I'd done quite what a lot. What is that, doing a TV ad and you wanted to be doing editorials or...? I was doing editorials but sort of quite commercial magazines and I wanted right. to be doing something that was a bit more artistry-led because okay. that was obviously my background. I decided that I was going to go back to assisting, which was kind of mad because I had a really good career and I was working all the time. But I was like, I kind of got to the top where I can be at and now I really want to change it up and I met Charlotte and went to work for her Tilbury Tilbury yeah I mean she's the most inspiring woman I've ever met and she definitely helped me to become the best that I could be and she's so empowering and so supportive and has been absolutely just always there for me I have 100% respect for her and I'm so grateful for her giving me the time because she believed in me in, in areas that I had not very much experience in but she could see that I probably could be quite good in it like the day that we were working for her the my face brand and there was a moment in time where she said you know someone's got to go to the lab Zoe and I was like oh right just looking at her thinking I wonder who that's going to be and she said someone's got to go to the labs next week Zoe. and that's going to be you <laughs> and I was like but I don't have a clue she was like you're going to go in and you're going to formulate because you know what I want and you know what we need to achieve. And I was like, okay, because you don't really say no to her, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, fine. Jumped on a plane and went off and had like this extraordinary experience. Where's where the labs? We went to America right. and to Italy. And then the same thing with the Tom Ford that I helped with. And all the time, you know, the Charlotte Tilbury brand was in infancy. It was like we were all working on it quietly. And, and, and Tom Ford, Charlotte Tilbury, how did that work? Charlotte developed the Tom Ford range. And, I worked for and you worked at Charlotte when she was doing that. Yeah. God, so amazing access. It was unbelievable. Honestly, Georgie, I learned so much, especially from Charlotte, where you don't have to just take what's given to you. You can always push it and you can always look for other ways and look for new ways and different ways. And she was like, I don't like the formula of that. And I'd say, I don't. I have to go back to that. She doesn't like the formula of it. And they'd say, that's all we've got. And I'd say, uh, that's not really going to work. You're going to need to find something else. But this is what we've got for you within your budget, whatever it might be. And I'd be like, yeah, you're going to need to find something else. Because I'm the messenger. I just want to be able to deliver, yeah. <laughs> basically. And so the experience of working for her was second to none. And I worked for her for six years doing development, but mainly being her second assistant on her core team. So we traveled around the world doing all the fashion weeks, sometimes heading shows, doing interviews. You know, she kind of taught me everything I know. She gave amazing. me the most amazing foundation. And Wow, I mean, credit to you. And she is renowned for not taking any prisoners. So that's how good you are. I mean, she's very interested and supportive as well, you know. And, you know, when I launched my brand, she was like, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. You know, when I got my gig at Chanel when I became ambassador she was like I'm so pleased for you couldn't happen to anyone better you know? she's like that all the time yeah you know and what's the advice when you look back are there sort of certain things you remember so vividly when she was like 
never do that to an eyebrow or always do this to an eye or never use blusher or like are there certain things I always remember Tom Ford saying that women shouldn't use blusher they should just use bronzer and it was about <laughs> sculpting I, I, I always terrifying stuck. better better do that then. yeah I, and it sort of stuck with me are there things that have not that I've worked with Tom Ford as his assistant but are there things that have stuck with you to this day that you still kind of reference or check yourself on I mean, I think with regards to Charlotte, definitely when I worked with her, she taught me how to do makeup properly and how to make women look amazing. My background, as I say, is in the art. So I'm interested in layering of products, layering of color, creating something new, bespoke colors, bespoke textures. You know, I had that knowledge through my art background, but working with her, I learned how to make women look and feel very, very beautiful because that's what she does. She, you know, she just pushes the boundaries. But personally, she was like, you know, darling, trousers don't suit you. You should always wear a skirt. So then I started wearing skirts. So I was like, she's probably right. What are you wearing today? I'm wearing trousers today. But, <laughs> she, but this is my only pair of trousers. Well, she can't see you if you're listening, Charlotte. <laughs> it kind of looks a bit like a skirt. But there was things that she told me that you would just know instinctively from watching her do shows. But really her advice was, I think, probably just be true to yourself and you will get there. Yeah. You know, because if you're not you won't get there because somewhere along the line, it won't work, yeah. you know? So you left Charlotte after six years, why? I left Charlotte because there became a moment where I'd been working for her as her second assistant for some time now. And she said to me, do you want to be my first assistant? And I've been working as her second assistant for some time. And she said to me, do you want to be my first assistant? Because if not, I've got to go to someone else. And I was like, well, I kind of do because I felt like I still had so much to learn with her. And she said to me, Dunning, you really don't need to do this. She said, really, you'd need to be my assistant for a year maximum. But I need someone for three years. I think you can do this without me. She said, go out there. And if you need my help, if you need to use my name, you just call me up. You just call me up. I will help you, whatever you need to do. I don't think it's necessary, Dunning. Dunning, no, no, no. And <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, of course she knows best, really. At the end of the day, she can see the bigger picture. She's been in the industry much longer. And so I left and continued working on her show team and remained really good friends with her. Amazing. Mm. So you left? I left and then wanted to get an agent and had a look around and... So is that what happens? Is that how you get the big jobs through an agent? Yeah, you need to be represented by an agency for lots of reasons. One, they handle everything, all the emails, because I have no idea how many emails that people who work in offices get but I, there was a very small moment in time when I represented myself and I was really shocked by the amount of like correspondence that happens during the day so you need someone to cover that for you uh, find the jobs put you up for jobs invoice for you don't really look after you check, you check that everything's okay and you're okay and that you can do the jobs so I got myself an agent and it was Jed Root who is no longer in business but they were a big agency that was global and I was rep by them and worked everywhere around the world and it was an incredible time in my life because I'd sort of come from just assisting and I was suddenly the talent the artist you know and it was brilliant to have someone really believe in you and sign you up into their agency and you feel like am I okay to be doing this and then as time goes on and the support that you have being met by an agency is you know second to none really if you're working seven days a week you do need a little bit of help what did that career look like on a sort of day-to-day? -day? There are shows, there are editorials. I do think a lot of people now think makeup artists and they think of makeup artists on Instagram doing videos. And I mean, that's an amazing, amazing opportunity also. But 
there are also a load of people doing these shoots and shows and etc what did your career which is the more kind of traditional one i guess what what did mm. that look like after you left charlotte what was the mix when i left charlotte people were still quite confused about what a fashion makeup artist was like now people immediately assume that there's this big career in instagram but back then it was being a bbc makeup artist and doing film and tv right. so people couldn't really get to grips with the fashion bit and so my work then was magazines like doing celebrities doing advertising shows i was still working with charlotte I had a couple of my own shows as well which was nice what's it like doing a show is it majorly successful yeah once it was pretty chaotic do you enjoy it do you love the bars is that why you do it but i mean it's frantic it's really frantic seems I, like no one's ready like we've had, <laughs> no one's ever ready we've had weeks and weeks and weeks to build up to this but people still aren't ready no i think it's because everybody wants to book the same five girls so they only turn up five minutes before lineup and everyone else is in full hair and makeup and there's somebody who's turned up with gelled hair and... From the previous show. From the previous show, gelled hair and glitter makeup, and it's like a blow-dried Chloe look with a little sort of brown wash of colour on the eye, and it's like, oh my God! Shit, you've got to get that <laughs> yeah. out! It, it is exactly like that. And I think that doing the shows is brilliant fun because, you know, you start right from the beginning and you work with the team of designers, hairstylists, and you work to create something that's really unique and it's a very creative moment. And how does it work? So you've got the designer with their collection. So you've got Victoria. She says, right, this is my collection and it's tweeds this autumn winter and it's berry colours and mustards and tweeds and da 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 da. Do you then go away, like have many weeks in advance and then you come back and present your looks? No. 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 She says, this is my collection, it's all tweeds. What should we do for hair and makeup? On the day. Then. And you have an hour test. Are you actually joking? No, you have an hour test. Well, no, you have as long as you need. On so, the day? Not on the day of the shoot. No, no, no. It's normally three or four days before. Right. But if you're working back-to-back -back shows, sometimes it's only the day before. So, cheers. that last minute. Yeah, and then you have, then you, you do tests on two girls. You just do different looks on them until you find something you like. Hopefully, it's in the first look that you do. And hair does the same thing. You present it to the designer, you say to Victoria and the stylist, this is what we're thinking. And she says yes or no. And the girl gets dressed and, you know, walks a look a couple of times. And then you make a decision about if that's right or not. Right. And then you go, the brand who's sponsoring you, say for example mac or whatever there would be a representative with you and they would then call in all the colors but sometimes you're doing a show and it's only a few hours like it could be very late at night the test and then you're doing the show you've got to be there at 9 a.m wow. or 5 a.m i don't wow. know how it works but somehow it does the only difference is from when i first started after a show you'd always get a glass of champagne even if it was nine o'clock in the morning whereas now you don't really get that anymore <laughs> oh shame you know this season i feel like shows are not really a thing i know what's your feeling on what's going to happen i think that brands are still going to present something but you know they still have collections it's so, who's going to be watching yeah, and from where yeah, i think so because i think the whole world is now yeah. a bit more at home let's talk about your clientele you've oh, worked yes. with quite an impressive list and look we all want to know these names i mean you've worked with we've mentioned victoria beckham Liv tyler yeah she's amazing i mean what a beauty i'm slightly obsessed by her She's amazing. She's very cool and very beautiful. She just doesn't age, does she? She's very bewitching. Yes, she is. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Lily James. Oh, I mean, my daughter. Oh, pin up in yeah. our house. 
How is that? Does that put added pressure on as a makeup artist? And, and who have we missed off the list? Uh, <laughs> oh God, there's so many people. Come on, we want some names, uh, Zoe. Okay, so Victoria, Lily James, Rihanna. Ah. Um, oh my God, the list is endless. Working with talent is really inspiring because you're working with somebody who's really relying on you to create something that they're not really a part of, but it's a really big part of them. It's not like just being a model. Mm. When you are a model, you're expected to be able to morph into whatever look it is. Whereas when you're a talent, it has to be you and you have to be able to you know, use this. It's a slightly different thing. And I do love working with them because often they're not 18. They have their own way of doing things. So I do learn quite a lot, mm. but they're quite experimental and they do like working, I think, a lot with the fashion makeup artists and hairstylists because we're used to creating things that are very, very current and it helps them to feel quite current. Yeah. And let's face it, a lot of them, if you walk down the street and they had no makeup on, you wouldn't look twice. The power of makeup to transform a face. I mean, it's is very just, transformative. Is incredible. So they must love you for what you do for them, what you create for them. You've done a lot of editorials front covers, etc. So I guess I'm talking about the magazine industry here. Yeah. And that's where a lot of your career has been, right? Yes. How does that differ from the shows? How much have you enjoyed that? You said when we met that you want to keep your toe in and you want to keep doing that because you think it keeps you current and fresh. And what's that side of things like? What's the magazine side of things like? I think probably because I get so much satisfaction from my job and being able to be creative. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Every day and paint every day. I think it's really important for me, really, otherwise I'm going to be spending my evenings painting in a studio to be able to have that creative I love the challenges that working on somebody else brings because I know my face pretty well but with somebody else I don't know their face so well and so it's really incredible to see how products fall on somebody's face or how the light changes or how you can bring different elements out and so most of my work is beauty based and that began when I started working with Chanel really because before that my work was very fashion based and you know I'm beauty editor of Exit magazine as well so I'm art directing a lot of that and I think that the magazine work that I do enables me to be as creative as I want sometimes it's not sometimes they say we want something really natural but it's we still want to be able to see the makeup or you know we want something really major or we want some really serious makeup or we want something really conceptual and being able to do all of those things and somebody else to give you a brief is really nice it's a bit like here we go this is what we want you to do what are you going to do 
Yeah. And you certainly think this is really exciting because I've got 60 kilos of makeup that I take on every job. <laughs> oh my God. The weight of your suitcases. It's very heavy. I mean, we did a shoot the other day and Charlotte Cowan turned up to my house. I mean, I could not lift this trunk. Yeah. It's like, what the f you got in there? I could do with a clear out, Georgie. I was like, Sure, yeah. you're going to bring it back. I know. And then also, obviously, all of the new, like, guidelines. You have to have so much, like, UV lights and everything else to be able to sanitize everything. So, really, it's probably about 70 kilos now. I mean, nuts. Um, but, you know, being able to have, like, an entire massive table full of makeup that you can just go and pick. It's just like paint. And for me, that's, like, incredibly important part of the person that I am. And I yeah. think that the colors and textures really define me. And I really need that in my yeah. life and so as much as I am really loving doing these videos they are great I love them I think they're really fun and it's also quite interesting because I think like most people I either wear an eye or a lip but because I'm doing these videos I'm like no I need to like push those boundaries and try different colors and different techniques and shapes and and you know I haven't got a traditionally easy like beautiful face you know I've got like hooded lids and that's a problem for most people you know that's a really big question I get asked all the time how do you do your eyeliner how do you do this how do you make it look like a smoker how do you disguise it and it's things like that that I've realized that I can show on a model mm. but people don't know that that's what I'm trying to show because people just see it as like a beautiful flick yeah Whereas when it's on me and I'm like, this is how I normally look and let's start doing this makeup and this is how you achieve it. Yeah. It's been quite empowering for me as well as other people and people have responded amazingly. So you're basically saying you love, the, you love the editorials, you love the magazine work. Oh, I love it, yeah. And that's always going to be something always. that you're, you're going to be involved in because it allows you that kind of artistry and time as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and it also, time I have to say, the thing with working on the videos or, you know, sitting in a studio working and painting a canvas is, is that I really love being around people and I really love being in a team. Mm. And I really love somebody saying to me, this is the brief for today, and the hairstylist saying, I'm doing like this, and I'm like, what about if we do it a bit like this? Or why don't you add that? And the hairstylist saying, if I do that for the second look, what would you think you're going to do? And it's this constant like bouncing off, which you don't really get when you're sitting yeah. in a room so videoing yourself. I really loved going back onto set after lockdown and being like, what are we going to do? And the whole of the current situation has really changed people's desire of yeah. what they want to see and also what they want to produce yeah. from an artist's point of view as well like I definitely see that well that brings me neatly on to Chanel for yes. whom you are a UK ambassador I mean whoa I mean if there's a brand that you're going to be an ambassador for Chanel oh my gosh it was like <laughs> my wonderful agent Jade who I couldn't survive without her I love her so much Aww. and she knew me rather well and she said to me Chanel are looking for new makeup artists to work on their VIPs for events will you go I'd had a baby maybe 10 days before and I said to her yeah okay thinking mm, all right squeeze into a dress somehow I managed it I think it's different on the first baby isn't it like you can manage to get back into that sort of lace temply dress zip up the back hold everything in go in and I'm thinking there's quite a lot of quite senior people here at this meeting and they're asking me all these questions but I just answered all the questions I said what are you doing now I said I've got to go home now to pick up my daughter because she's with my sister-in-law who uh, I'm not sure has that much childcare experience they were like oh my god you just had a baby I was like yeah two weeks later I think they said to me will you be an ambassador 
And I had gone into the meeting not anticipating that that was at all what I was going to do. I always remember the day that they biked me the contract to sign and I was on a shoot. I can't remember what shoot it was, but I was in a weird warehouse. And I stood outside and the courier said, you've got to sign here because I've got to take it on to the next person to sign. I signed it and I cried. And one of the girls from Chanel called me, Nat, and I was just like, I can't believe it. She was like, I'm so happy it's you. I'm so happy we've made this happen. Honestly, it was my dream. Oh my God, you're literally me crying here. That's just how amazing. I honestly, I couldn't And that was five it. years ago. Yeah, about five and a half years ago. Wow. It honestly, it was my dream. What does that mean? So you use Chanel products. I use Chanel products, but I can use all products. Yeah. I do a lot of VIPs for them. I do a lot of beauty shoots for them. I do some staff training for them. I go on counter, I do masterclasses. It's really fun. I love it. It's just brilliant. And all the people who work there are amazing. And you get treated really well. God, what well, good to you. I have to say, if you're listening, go on to Zoe Taylor Makeup on Instagram and check out her Chanel tutorial, The Smoky Eye. It's like a greeny, bronzy. You're into that, aren't you? It just looks so freaking cool. I mean, normally if someone says, watch a green, I'm like, green, you lost me on green. Literally. I literally was mesmerized. Aww. And Lars, our head of operations, who met you before I did, was like, you gotta check out this tutorial. She's like, I don't watch the shit. She's like, I watch the whole thing. It's fucking good. <laughs> so, That's that amazing. is serious credit. Anyway, you're so watchable. You've got to do more videos. Well, you're gonna do them for us, which is, so exciting. But well, I can see why the partnership with Chanel is working so well. And I loved that tutorial. Let's talk about Tinker Taylor. Can you tell everyone the story you told me? Yeah, I can. So Tinker Taylor started because when I was pregnant, I had terrible problems with my lips. And after a lot of talking to people, I realized a lot of people do. So I bought every single lip balm that existed in the entire world, shipped them from every corner of the planet, and nothing worked. My lips were so sore. I'd wake up in the morning, they would be cracked and bleeding, stuck to my pillow. It was disgusting. And then I had to not only be pregnant and go on set, but I also had to go on set and try and sort my lips out and try and make people think that I'm okay to do makeup, even though my lips are a mess. Yeah. So. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna to have to make something myself. So I started making things in the kitchen. My husband was like, what are you doing? You're mental. I was like, it's fine, you know, like buying all these raw ingredients, like cooking it up. But you know, somehow, perhaps because I trained and worked in a kitchen for a while, I somehow managed to do it and I made this lip balm and it worked. I made a lot that didn't work. Let me just say that first. <laughs> and I made it and I was like, literally i've made it it works i feel great my lips look great then i started making like an oil to go underneath so i was like this is really nice and then i started making a scrub because so i was like yeah like just scrub off all this gross dry skin so i started making them and, and buying pots but for some reason the only pots i could get were really big ones so i used to just put them in there they made their way into my kit because i was like this stuff works everyone and people were like that's nice and would come with little pots and I'd like pot them out during the day. Can I have some of this? And the models and the talent would go home. And so what I'm saying is, is that whilst I only launched this in, at the end of October last year, it has been in circulation backstage on shows, on the red carpet, with all the celebrities and their handbags and these funny little glass pots that I was giving to everybody. And I was on a job, I think it was with Victoria, and she said, you have got to make this because you have handed out about 40 pots today. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you've got to find a chemist. I was like, okay, thinking, yeah, maybe I can do this. 
like, yeah, you know, I've formulated stuff before, but I've only ever really formulated color before. I've never done skincare. And I literally found a chemist, worked with them for a bit and then had to change my chemist. And I now work with this incredibly amazing, talented team of people that are very inspiring and it's all formulated in the UK and made in Scotland. So we started to basically make it and formulate it again and again, getting it right, past everything, went to Liberty. I was like, I've got this idea and I was thinking that I'm gonna make this. And I was so vague, they were like, yeah, we'll take it. I was like, okay, great. And they said, yeah, fine. If you've got any idea of what the packaging, uh, packaging's gonna be recycled paper, any idea of the branding? I was like, very gender neutral. They were like, yeah, fine. I was like, okay, fine. So then I went back for another meeting, teamed up this incredible design studio called Minerva, run by these two girls. I mean, if you wanna talk about talented designers, this is where you go. They gave me so many options. We worked through everything. They were amazing. And what they created for me with my husband, who's also a copywriter and works in a design studio, and my brother-in-law, who's also does the same thing. All together, <laughs> they created this packaging. They created Tinker Taylor. They helped me create Tinker Taylor. And then I went back to Liberty and was like, this is probably what it's gonna look like. They were like, great, yes, I mean, yes. When's it gonna be ready, Zoe? <laughs> I was like, July? And they were like, okay, thinking that's never gonna happen. Then we ended up launching it in October, which was perfect, just a time for Christmas. Saw everyone's lips out, everybody went mad. And that was October last year. October last year. And then we had a bit of a problem managing it because we kept on selling out, which was brilliant. And like the industry went mad for it. Like we had mm -hmm. so much support, honestly, it brings tears to my eyes. The amount of like makeup artistry support, like from the artistry side of things, and then all of the incredible influences that I'd met along the way. Everybody was very supportive, Amazing. all the journalists. But you know what? When you love a product, that's easy. No one's having to sell something, it's not an ad. Like you can just so tell when an industry loves a product because everyone's just excited to share. We all love to share something good. Whoever you are, whether you've got two followers or 200 or 200,000, like, Everyone is so excited when they find something great. It's like a TV show that your friend has. Like, have you watched The Loudest Voice? You've got to, you know, everyone's just, <laughs> yeah, know. you just want everyone to try something when you know it's so good. So it's a totally natural thing. I think about the, all the journalists, they all took a different stance on it. So obviously all the makeup artists were about the prep. And actually, you know, lots of people have been reporting back that it's very good if you have a reaction to another product. It calms it down really quickly because it's all natural. It's all vegan. Yeah, yeah. And then other people are saying, like Annabelle Jones said that she believes that it was working really well for her as an anti-aging trio. And so she was doing it every morning and every evening and it, all the fine lines around her lips were starting to disappear. And so Ooh. it's meant so many different things to different people, which has been lovely to hear. So clever. Back to your career. Oh, yes. I wanted to be a makeup artist, you know. Did you? Prison service or makeup artist, neither happened. Neither happened. <laughs> um, but I, I really, really got quite close to London College of Fashion to do makeup artistry, but... That's a great course. Yeah, I didn't. I think my father had a role to play in that, sadly. What's the best piece of advice you think you've been given that you could share with others who want a similar career? Just got to keep on going. Even in those hard, dark times, you just got to keep on going. If it's really what you want to do, you just got to keep on going. But there's so many more alleyways now. You can express yourself creatively via all of these social platforms. Whereas when I started, that wasn't really available. Yeah. All my friends who trained to do hair were all in hairdressing salons, earning yeah. extra cash doing that. I was working in a gift shop and a 
you know, I didn't really want to work on a counter. But I think that, you know, there's so many more options now. Yeah. I think that if you want to be a makeup artist, you just have to know that it's really hard work, but it's really worth it if you're prepared to put the work in. Yeah. But that's if you want to be a fashion makeup artist. I think if you want to be an Instagram makeup artist, it's probably a lot easier. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I see so many people who are self-trained on social media and I hear so much about them and you know it doesn't make it any different if you're self-trained or not you know some of the best makeup artists like Pat McGrath she's self-trained yeah she's so trained. true and I think that it's as long as you've got the passion if the passion is genuine for anything you'll Do be it. successful if you've got the passion but there are lots of ways to skin a cat it's my plenty plenty <laughs> can we talk a bit about your makeup advice and tips i mean you started off by saying when i first met you you had a killer lip on i remember asking <laughs> you what color red and you had nothing on your eyes no. today you've got nothing on your lips and like major smoky eyes do you do your makeup every day yes as you do as a makeup artist interesting sometimes i think maybe if i'm like on holiday i might not if i'm like around the beach or whatever although i do love seeing a full look on the beach i mean it makes my day i love it I mean, people don't dress up enough for the beach. To be I like with. a, I like a lip on holiday. I like a hair scragged back, not much eye, but a lip. I well, there we go. You see, you know. the mistake that a lot of people make is that they try and do a little bit of everything, and yeah. actually, you just need to do one or the other. Yeah. So if you're going to do like a really beautiful bronzy look, then do the full bronzy look. Yeah. Don't just do a bit of bronzer. Mm. Do the whole like golden moment. If you can do a red lip, just do a red lip. Don't worry about the eyes. Think Paris. Think French. So, lip, best lip. What's your best lip? Well, of course, you know, I prep my lips first with, with Tinker Tailor. Yeah. yeah. Because it makes it last longer. And um, I'm also obsessed with trying desperately to retain some kind of use. So um, that helps. I think my favourite lipstick is the NARS Dragon Girl. And that's the one I was wearing when I last saw you. It's a goodie. It's a really good colour and it suits everyone. It's my go-to. But... There is another one that I found recently, and it's the new Hermes one. Have you seen those lipsticks? No. Georgie? They're like she's, a piece she's of... She's getting very excited right now. They are like <laughs> a piece of artwork. The oh. whole thing, yeah. The colours, the way that the packaging is, the way they've been formulated, the colour is very Sorry, Hermes good. doing lipsticks? Is this, yes. a, is this a whole new category for Hermes? Yes. And they've Ooh. been working on it for some time now. Fascinating. Yeah, very beautiful. They do incredible colours. And Excellent. it's very sexy. The whole thing How is very cool. exciting. Love that. Let's talk about eyes. Yes. You love a smoky eye. She knows how to do a smoky eye well. I love a smoky eye. Uh, what's the secret to a smoky eye? I really think that putting concealer or foundation on your eyelids is a serious mistake. Okay. All right. And that's going to be a bit shocking for some people. Okay. And it's one of those things I can't bear. And when I'm doing a show and someone does it, I go mad. I like to be able to see skin. I want to be able to see those like funny little veins around your eyes. That dictates the color that suits your eyes. So if you, your natural contour color around your eyes is a bit purple, then that's the colors that's going to suit you. If it's slightly brown or if it's slightly gray, those are the colors that are going to suit you. It's not always to do with your eye color. It's to do with your skin tone. It's going to slightly blow everybody's ideas out the window. I do really like an eyeshadow base. 
for a smoky eye. I don't do that on me because I like it to look a bit worn in. I like makeup to look a bit worn in. I like it to look a bit like yesterday's and I've had a really good time. Like I always think Laura Bailey does her makeup really Oh, I was about to say. She I always mean, looks so cool. She does it so Because she looks so but she looks French. I mean, she is my girl crush already. She's so amazing. And you know what? She is such a dream. To do her makeup is a dream because she loves it to look nice, but it always looks a little bit worn in. And I love that. And I think it's so enchanting. You so know, how so do you mesmerizing. do that? What's the technique to make it look a bit worn in? Smudging? A little bit of smudging, yeah. I used to wear like a bit of a, like a liquid liner. And then my mother once said to me, you look like you've done your makeup in the dark. And it was kind of gutting because I was like, I am a makeup artist. So I thought perhaps I've got a bit too old for that. So I went into a smoky eye and I'm into a smoky yeah. eye. I like it. It's all about uh, eyeshadow base, first of all. And I always use a Maybelline uh, 24 hour tattoo color. Sorry, well. Maybelline 24 hour tattoo color. Is this a pencil? No, it's a cream eyeshadow, but it lasts forever. You can get really good color payoff of whatever you're using. And they come in quite nice colors and they really last for 24 hours. Gosh, so it's a cream, this is where I'm going wrong. I don't use a cream shadow and they just slip within five seconds. What do you use? I use a radial smoky eye palette, which I love, and they've discontinued. And it's got a really great, like, taupe and then a dark brown and then, like, a smoky black. Tom Ford do a really good one like that. Oh, okay. Doesn't have the black in. So we like the Maybelline cream shadow. I do like the Maybelline cream shadow because it's a really good base and you can wear it on its own or you can wear a shadow over okay. the top. And then you're not using a liquid liner. No, I'm not. I'm using a pencil. I'm using a pencil. I use a Tom Ford pencil because okay. it's soft and powdery. I don't like them to be too creamy in yeah. brown. Everything's brown apart from a waterproof black eyeliner in the waterline. Okay. This is for me. Okay, I'm analyzing your eyes. And mascara, lashes and mascara. So much mascara. I know I'm a bit late to the party here with this. During lockdown, I had a return to Revitalash and I've been using it, I think, eight days. My lashes look great. And I never normally say that. They do, they do look great. They're really good. But they I'm also do. using this new uh, Le Volume Stretch Mascara by um, Chanel and it's a new one. And it's really clever because somehow it gets all of the lashes and it's really buildable. And it's got a, an unusual shaped wand and that seems to really help get them. Okay. I am really into it. Do you know the mascara I'm really into right now? I've got a big thing for um, Studio 10s double-ended I think it's very clever but the Gucci mascara that's just come out in the pink amazing I it's like quite all heavy, stuff. yeah and it you can build and build and build and it's got a great wand and I never thought oh Gucci makeup but such I think gimmick Tom, I have to say it's freaking good but, the, but you know Thomas de Cliver, he developed all of and he's their, their ambassador he's a brilliant makeup artist. well I will 10 out of 10 that Gucci mascara the packaging's insane it weighs a ton it is so Good. Okay, so we've kind of done eyes. <laughs> yeah, eyes. Brows looking very groomed. Thanks, Anastasia. Anastasia. Ovs. Ovs. The pencil's really good. I like those small propelling pencils. Yes, I do too. Although Lisa Prostics and got me into the goof proof benefit. And I think that's also brilliant. Let's talk about skin. What are your skin steps that you do on yourself or you do on your clients? Oh, I um, mean, I find when I have my skin done by a makeup artist, I'm usually in a rush. Usually they want an hour and I want them to take 15 minutes. And I'll 15 often, minutes should be ample and I'm for makeup. Like, let's just skip the skin prep. And they're like, <gasps> really? <laughs> My um, eyes just went, <gasps> yeah, I know. Clearly that's the important bit, the skin prep. But can you give us your steps for good skin prep? That's realistic for people to do at home. 
Okay, I keep things really simple. That's my thing about everything. It's about getting very good products that work. Lots of people like 20 steps. Okay, yeah. I'm not interested in that. I don't have that much time. At the end of the day, on myself, I really just want to get ready and go to bed yeah. and go to sleep. And in work, it's the same thing, but I do desperately believe in facial massage. And that is the key to the whole thing. And you can get this into your routine very easily. You don't need to particularly buy any products. You can do this yourself. So during lockdown, I discovered the Oskia Renaissance Cleansing Gel and I became obsessed because- Great brand. What's great is, is that you can really apply it and that's when I get my massage in, is when I'm putting on my cleanser. And I do take about five minutes. Obviously quite a lot of it is from being at beauty school because massage technique hasn't really changed that much. But then also I do watch quite a lot of Nicola Joss and she's amazing. And I really want my face to be all perky like hers. And, and that's from massage. Yes. And you just have to be consistent with it. And what I mean is it doesn't have to be this, you know, they're all like, oh, and then you cleanse and then you do this oil technique. And I'm just like, no, I need to be able to massage my, my moisturiser. Just work your face. I just want to do what's there. I feel that that gives me a really good lift. And so I often do, especially when I'm doing shows, I often won't use foundation. Mm -hmm. And I'll do like a really nice oil massage massage it all into the girl's face, add a tiny bit of moisturizer, conceal where I need and that skin, that's like proper runway skin. You don't pack on the makeup when you're doing the runway, it's not necessary. Okay. I'm gonna give you some quick fire questions because we are running out of time. Chanel, give me your top three. This is not planted because she's a Chanel ambassador. This is me wanting to know. Top three must have things from Chanel. Okay, so the things that I use on myself and in the kit, because that's really when something works, is yeah. I'm using it on myself as well. Yeah. So the Balm Essential in Transparent, yes. which is incredible, the best highlighter I've ever come across, and I get through them really fast. And they okay. give a shine, they have no shimmer in them, and the shine lasts all day. Really nice. The Le Beige uh, Water Fresh Tint, yes. which is incredible technology. It's like bubbles of micropigment that when you put your put it onto your hand then onto your brush, it breaks and it leaves this incredible veil on your skin and you just look healthy and gorgeous. Skin looks insane. It you just, know, I've never tried it. I need to, don't I? It's game changing. God, okay. Yeah. Have you thought about QVC? You, you could do it, couldn't you? Uh, yeah. When Chanel decide they're doing QVC, Zoe's a girl. Number three? Um, oh, the palette essential in beige clair. It's the fairest color. And these are little palettes that Lucia Pica developed. And it has a concealer and a uh, blusher and a highlighter in it. And it's the idea is that any woman, probably a French woman, would carry around with them being very chic in their handbag. It's what you need throughout the day. And all of the products are very beautifully formulated uh -huh. and the blush is gorgeous. And the concealer is great for just patch concealing. So, you know, once you've done a really nice moisturizing, you know, you've done your cleanser and then you do your moisturizer. By the way, I'm obsessed with Augustina's Beta. The rich cream is a game changer for me. Shit, it really is, isn't it? It's annoying. I know it's so expensive. People, you've got to pay the money. People say to me. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Is it that good? It is. But when I first put the rich on, I, it gave me some spots because my skin suddenly went, whoa. And within like a week, it's really good. I use the rich at night and the light in do the day. You? And actually the light in the day, but the light just cleverly disappears. So you really, I can't bear like feeling like I've got moisturizer sitting on my skin all day when you go outside and then you give it shiny. It's I just love being shiny. Do you? Yeah, I think it's really useful. But it's not great when you're on camera. No. No. We're nearly at the end. So we've done our three products for Chanel. We're nearly at the end, but 
I'm trying to squeeze every drop out of yeah, it. Yeah, I can't do it. Can you give me five products that you love that are in your kit that aren't Chanel? But are there five things that you just love? Okay, so in my kit and in my life is the ADC, this moisturizer. What I love about it is it's very sustainable. And when you warm it up in your hands and you press it into your skin, it makes all skin look incredible. Mm-hmm. So it's quite good. It's not as heavy as the rich cream by Augustine's Better. Um, and I do love that. Okay. Obviously my lip kit. Obviously. Obviously. Now the Suzanne Kaufman, the Eye Rescue. Have you tried that? No. Okay, so it's like, um, it's in a rollerball, it's like an oil and you put it on and it sinks into your skin and it makes your eyes really fresh. So I have that in my kit, personal and work kit. Oh. I love it. Suzanne Kaufman is really good. The ingredients are really good. She's really highly rated. And very sustainable and got a really good like message. The Oscar cleanser is, yeah. couldn't live without that. Give me one more, give me some colour. I'm really into the Sicily Tinted Moisturiser. Have you tried that? No. Oh, they launched it last year. It's ridiculous because it's skincare based and so it's really really nourishing and has all those benefits but then at the same time the colors are really good but you can use it and it looks like you're not wearing anything but you can pump up the color in the skin really easily nice mm. and charlotte tilbury your favorite charlotte tilbury product would be the sophisticat eyeshadow palette okay. it's my absolute favorite okay. it's probably the one that i use most in my life it's the one that i'm using now as well well if that's one you're using now, I need to get my hands on You that should part. actually get it. It would look really nice on you. Thank you, Zoe. <laughs> God, what? I feel like we could go on and on and on and on, and we will. And we are so thrilled that we're going to be working with you over the coming months. And I really want you to come on the show and do a Chanel haul for us. Because I think we all love Chanel. We all want to own it. It's expensive. So I think we like a bit more intel on what the products are. I th- we yeah, spend. I think it's really important to get like some good recommendations and there's some beautiful products and I have so many I want to share with good. you. Zoe, thrilled to be working with you. Love chatting today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Georgie. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tune in to Zoe on our Instagram channel coming soon. That's it for this week. We will see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.